Hey, everybody, welcome to another episode of World of Wellness Podcast. I'm your grateful host, Megan Zucra. Today, we are going to talk about living healthfully with your intuition. A lot of times, we kind of get caught up in our head about like, we got to do this many times a week, or we need to eat this in this form, in this way, and count the calories and things like that. But health is really something that as we start to do these practices, we can really learn to hone in and trust our intuition and use our intuition to help us make better choices. And I'll give you some examples of this as we go and how you can kind of learn how to listen to your body more and trust your intuition when you're um, making healthful decisions. So The first thing, let's talk about what intuition is. And intuition is like your inner knowing or like your, you know, some people call it like your inner being or, you know, your higher self, but your intuition is kind of like your gut instincts. So we can listen to our gut, our heart, our head. Intuition really is like the gut. And there's been um, studies that say that there's just as many nerve endings in the stomach as there is in our brain, something like that. Don't quote me on it but there's a lot of nerve endings in our stomach. And so it it communicates to our brain. So just the same way that we feel emotions, we get that registered in our gut. Like, you know, I just have that gut feeling or that gut instinct. That's what your intuition is. So we can learn to utilize that when we are making healthy lifestyle choices. So the first step in living healthfully with your intuition in how to how to hone that is to one check in with yourself and what i mean by checking in with yourself is start to ask yourself questions so for example um today i wanted like i was so hungry i was like i want a sandwich and i'm like no like you don't you don't need a giant sandwich but like what's going on i'm tired okay Have I had enough protein today? Have I had enough water? What am I doing? What are my stress levels? So just instead of like reacting, we have to kind of take a step back and into that and and, and start asking ourselves better questions so that we're getting a deeper awareness of what's going on. So, you know, just because you have a reaction of, oh, I want a sandwich doesn't mean that that's actually what's going on. So we have to check in with ourselves and go, okay, what is going on? How am I feeling? What am I doing? What have I been doing? What is contributing into this way? And then from there we can go, okay, what does my body really mean? And it might be more carbs, it might be more protein, it might need movement, it might need some blood flow. So that's where um, not just reacting out of thought patterns and, and starting to listen to what our body is actually telling us. So the other way that you can learn how to live healthfully with your intuition is pausing. And and again, just like what I said, with like asking yourself the question, why is this happening? Pause before you take that reaction. There is a Viktor Frankl quote that says, in between um, stimulus and response lies um, your choice. And that can be the pause, stimulus and response. So we have, a, we have a choice in between these two things. So we have a choice before we go eat a sandwich or we have a choice before we buy an ice cream cone. We have a choice before we go move or not. We have a choice if we watch TV or if we go to sleep and read. So it's kind of learning, am I doing the easy thing or am I doing the hard thing? And the the more that you do these type of practices, the 
easier it'll get. I'm just getting you started here with listening to what your body really, really needs. So the next thing that you can do is start to pay attention to your body and going in. So when you're, when you're looking to make a choice and this comes, it all comes back to that pause really, but going in, closing your eyes and then just feeling how we're feeling in our body. And maybe we're feeling like our heart rate is going really high or maybe it's slow and asking yourself, why am I having that heart rate pause? What else is going on in my life that could be contributing to that? Our body always is giving us the signals and the answers. We just have to learn to, to go in. So when we're starting to listen to our body, closing our eyes, maybe probably put your feet flat on the floor. That'll just help you get a little bit more grounded um, and sitting up tall. And then just taking a couple of deep breaths and really expanding the lungs and, and do a body scan, starting at your feet, seeing how your feet feel, and then going up through your shins, into your knees, into your thighs, and just really slowing down, going into the hips, then into the stomach, then into the heart. So you're, you're learning to become more in tune with your body. And as you go through these body scans, you might get some insights or messages that your body sends you of like, Oh, that's why I'm feeling like that. Or, Oh, that's what you need. Oh, this is tight. And I didn't know that it was tight. So these sorts of things can happen when we take that pause. So like I mentioned a second ago, um, the heart rate is a really important thing to pay attention to. And I also want to talk about in a second, the difference between looking at stress and anxiety and just a heart elevation, because I've worked with students before that have anxiety. And then when they start to exercise, they get that confused with anxiety. We'll talk about that in a second, but our, I mean, I keep saying this in this podcast, but our body has a lot of answers. It's very smart. It is a very intuitive thing in itself and very, uh, wise organism. (laughs) And if you are feeling incredibly anxious and stressed already, exercise is not the thing that you do, but that's where you might start doing some movements like Tai Chi to calm the heart rate down, to calm the nervous system down, to channel the energy that you're feeling into some sort of calm movement. Because what can happen if we go feeling anxious, I need to go on a run. Okay, great. But sometimes that just can't happen. And when we start to force our bodies to do things like exercise or go on a run, when our body is physically and mentally already hit its capacity. That's when injury causes. And this happened to me just yesterday. I think, um, I had gone to go out on a run and I went and I did, did not feel like running. So I did a power walk and then I came back. I'm like, okay, well, since you walked, maybe you should do some strength training too. And I started strength training. Every single joint in my body was hurting. And I did one set and then my heart rate was racing really fast. I'm like, enough you have had enough stress today. You do not need to stress your body more, but just the fact that I did that physical activity and going for a walk felt a lot better. 
So that's another form of listening to your intuition of like, okay, my heart rate's really high. I'm really stressed out. Maybe I just need to walk instead of trying to do a really high intensity exercise protocol. And when it comes to that exercise, the time of day can also help to, to depending if you're like, you know, you're not stressed in the morning or you're not stressed at night. It just really, it depends. And this is where becoming in tune and starting to do these practices will help. Honestly, hands down though, doing and having a meditation practice is going to help you entirely become more in tune and more intuitive with your body. And that can be anywhere from five to 15 minutes where you are. It could be a walking meditation. It could be Tai Chi. It could be, um, you know, just walking on the beach and being mindful of your breath, or you can be sitting in a traditional meditation position and focusing on your breath for five, 10 minutes. It could be listening to a guided meditation, but learning to quiet and take that pause. We're talking about the pause today is going to help you become more intuitive with your own body. So then if we're going to look at health in the form of eating intuitively, this again requires us to take a pause. And sometimes we kind of go and you could be, you could be craving something and you could be missing some nutrients. And a lot of times when we're not getting enough carbs or we're not getting enough protein, our body craves sugar, really like salty, crunchy things to try to get as much nutrients. And when your body will be full when it's gotten all the nutrients that it needs. And this is why sometimes when you know, we have something like sugar or we have something salty and crunchy and chips, our body is not getting all the nutrients it needs from being fed. So it goes, okay, I haven't gotten what I need. Give me more, give me more, give me more. So that's when we binge and plus the salt and the sugar that you put on these types of substances are addicting. So again, if you find yourself in a binge eating, pausing, asking yourself, is, am I getting the nutrients I need? Is there a reason for this? Have I not had enough protein? Have I not had enough carbs? Have I not had enough water? Have I not had enough sleep? So again, literally pausing, ask your body what it means and start to become aware of your day and what you've been doing through the day and how your behavior has influenced those things. So there's a technique that you can do to kind of help ask your body what it wants. And it is, if you're watching this, this is a great part to watch right here. So it's called a duck pill, duck bill test. And it's basically a form of muscle testing. And I've had this done when I've gone to a kinesiologist where he'll literally like, I'll be chewing a piece of food and he would put my arm out straight and then try to push down. And if that, if my muscles were not able to withstand the pressure, then that food wasn't good for me. And I've done this too. It's called a duckbill test. So you put your finger and your thumb, um, just like you're going to pinch something like you're going to, you know, pinch the cheeks on your little nephew. And then you go, okay. Um, you grab a sip of water. Does my body need water? And then you try to push your finger down and back together. So you're pushing against it. And if this is a yes, so if your hand's not going down, it's a yes. Now there's ways that you can test it to make sure it is a yes or a no. So for example, I'm pushing really hard right now. I'm going to ask, okay, is the sky blue? Okay. Like it doesn't move. Right. So then I say, thank you to kind of close it. And then we'll go to make it test. You want to get your yes and a no first to kind of calibrate it. 
Um, and I know we're getting to some funny stuff here, but it works. And then, so I go, okay, to just get a no and my hands here, I'm pushing against a hand shoulder. Is the sky orange? You see how my hand just went down like that? It, thank you. Is the sky blue pushing? Thank you. Is the sky orange? See how much easier it goes down? Try it for yourself. And so when you're going to eat food like this, when you can go, okay, does my body want this? You can kind of push it together and say yes or no, and just try, just try to play with it, see it. And it becomes a useful tool. I wouldn't say it's an end all be all, but I think it's a really good way for you to start to get in tune with what your body needs and the kind of food that it wants. So the last thing that I want to talk about with learning to be how and eat healthy with, um, using your intuition is learning how to feel your body and taking time throughout the day to again, pause, you know, we are, I mean, you guys have heard me say this before. We are such an overstimulated, really busy environment that can't be by ourselves or not stimulated for amount of time. So to really get in the practice of taking a pause in between going from one client to another, one task to another, one email, taking a pause and like checking in with yourself and like checking in with your posture. Am I rounded over? Does my neck hurt? Is my head forward? Do I need to stretch my neck? Do I need to get up and walk? So, you know, intuition can be cultivated. If you don't feel like you're an intuitive person, it's just starting to get to know yourself a little bit more and then start acting on that self-knowledge for your body's best and greatest good. Cultivating our intuition requires us to be very honest with ourselves. And I include myself in saying this, but sometimes we tell ourselves stories to help us justify the things that we do. And honestly, it's so funny because if there's something or a decision that I'm making and I, this is exactly why I want to make this decision. I'll acknowledge to a mentor of mine, this is the story I'm telling myself. And I don't think that it's true (laughs) because we, we are the greatest salespeople to ourselves and we want to, you know, we want to feel like we're doing the right thing, but we also have to be incredibly blunt and honest with ourselves. Are we making this story up to get this outcome or is this a truth? So it takes time to cultivate this kind of thing. And the more that you do these practices of, you know, clearing your mind by eating healthy and detoxifying your body by exercising and by calming the mind with meditation, then you will learn to be able to make better decisions using your intuition. And honestly, this is a relevant side note. When we're looking at a holistic lifestyle, I mean, there's many components, but especially if you are a busy human being, the three things that you need to focus on your exercise, your sleep, and your nutrition. Those are the three main big ones I believe you should do to create a well-rounded holistic lifestyle. I don't mean to get off track, but from my personal experience and what has helped me cultivate the greatest intuition 
aside from meditation, the starting of it, because exercise can be a form of meditation and so can making your food. Um, but those three things, the sleep, sleeps to reset food is to fuel, right. And the movement gets the blood flow and that can be a form of meditation. So the more that you do these things, the more in tune with your body you're going to get and the greater your intuition is going to be. So hopefully you enjoyed this episode. If you want to hone on some of these things a little bit more, we have our magic morning routine. You can go to worldofwellness.center slash magic, and that'll give you a really easy 15 minute morning routine that has movement. It's got some mindset things and a little bit of breathing in there that are really beneficial to start your day. And honestly, a morning routine is one of the best things that you can do for your overall health. So head over there and we will see you next week. Get fit, feel good, have fun and start listening to your body and taking care of yourself. Bye for now.